0: Hail and well met, travelers, and welcome to the Kinky Tavern. Pull up a stool, what do you have to drink? Here we're going to talk about different aspects of kink, leather, the BDSM community, relationships within it, and so much more. All opinions voiced in this podcast are just that, opinions, and they should not be taken as fact or medical advice. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoy.
1: We are constantly working to better our podcast in the content we provide, the quality of that content, and also by adding more educational and social opportunities for the community that follows us. The Kinky Tavern has added two new monthly events to the calendar starting this month in February. In our Discord server, we are hosting a monthly free-for-all Q&A social session. That's going to be kind of a chill discussion, video chat kind of thing. And that is hosted on the last Sunday of the month at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. That is free to attend, but donations are appreciated, of course, but not required. As well, we will have a monthly class with rotating and guest educators. We definitely encourage you to join our server, engage with us, and help us curate this podcast for the needs of the community. You. This month, February 15th, 2023, at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, for free, once again, donations are appreciated but not required. Uh, Mix Dizzy will be diving into the topic of deviance while disabled, a huge and growing portion of the world, and therefore the kink community are disabled. Why don't we talk about it more? Are you disabled? Are you a part of the community? Come listen as we discuss how kink, BDSM, leather, and just being in our community can benefit and become the safe space for many disabled people and how all kinksters and leaders can work to better this community's accessibility. We hope to see you there. If you would like to support us or follow us, we are on Patreon at The Kinky Tavern, FetLife, Twitter, and Instagram, all at The Kinky Tavern. I'm also personally on FetLife at M Dizzy E-M-D-I-Z-Z-Y. Please do not friend me on that account. You can definitely follow me and you can friend the Kinky Tavern, but please don't friend me on that one. That's for people I know. I'm also on TikTok at Mix Dizzy Soul, M-X-D-I-Z-Z-Y-S-O-U-L, and on Twitter at Daddy's Dizzy Soul. D-A-D-D-Y-S-D-I-Z-Z-Y-S-O-U-L. And all of those will be linked down below.
0: Yes. And you can also find me on TikTok. Yes, I have a TikTok. I'm never on it, but you can send me stuff. At uh, pup underscore Merlin underscore Wrecker, R-E-K-K-R. That is also my FetLife. You can follow me there or message me or whatever. I also run the Kinky Tavern Twitter, so.
2: And I am on FetLife at World 111 Please do not friend me, only follow me there. Those are for people that I know. On Instagram, Lord Allen That would be L O R D A L L E N B Y D R A. Twitter at Lord Allen One One One, and TikTok Allen's World One One One. Please follow me on TikTok so that I can get to a live.
1: Excellent. So please give us a follow, give us a like, and keep up to date on what we're doing with the Kinky Tavern podcast. The content that we discuss will likely be explicit. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, I'm Mix Dizzy.
0: And I am Pop Cracker. And
1: I'm Alan. Oh, that was cute. <laughs> Doing a little AR. Yes. Asmer. Asmer. So today we are talking about leaders. Again, what are the expectations of leaders? What are the expectations of members in the community? Do we have responsibilities to the community as members? Let's talk about it. So I wanted to start off with explaining what a leader is. Oftentimes the best leader is one who was pursued by the community. They lead to take the responsibilities of ownership, leadership, power, and influence. So they like recognize that that is a responsibility. Um, a lot of times leadership roles, power, can also bring out the worst of the bunch and it can bring out the worst in people. So beware. Um, a lot of types of people are often seen as leaders in the community. And while I do believe they should hold themselves to the same standards as leaders, in my opinion, we need to change the way we see these things. Because just because you have the money and the time and the energy to run events, to own a venue, to lead a group, does not mean that you are a leader. I believe that educators, title holders, uh, mentors, even people of leather, uh, actually, when we were making this outline, Mm -hmm. record, you had some thoughts on that.
0: Yeah, I mean... If you're in leather, I mean, your character needs to hold up. You could say that, oh, I won a title in 2007. That doesn't mean anything if your character doesn't hold up through that time and you've been supporting the community and the community's been supporting you and you haven't really slipped up. Or if you have, you've owned it and made up for it. Um, Sorry, so, I was
1: just going to pull up the leather palette and
0: stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you've got to stay true to your community and make sure that you're doing what's right for the community regardless of it's supposed to be about the community. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's why we have it. It's there for people to go to if they need help, or if they're struggling with something, if they want to learn something new, they should be able to go to their community and find someone who's a leader in the community and can help them or at least point them in the right direction to someone that can help them with whatever they need help with
1: or provide resources
0: or resources uh, yeah we
1: don't always as other people have the boons the energy to do things like that one on one and i understand that probably more than most but um yeah you, you can just provide resources i am always you know referring to different podcasts different tiktokers different websites uh, zipper magazine for example is a great one um It's just, we should have these resources to share with one another and make sure that they're vetted resources. That is so Mm -hmm. important.
0: Yeah. It's always important to seek out or like do research on your members of your community as well Mm -hmm. to make sure like there's nothing that they've just been let go on or it just kind of put under the rug or anything.
1: Yeah. And we're actually going to talk about the expectations and standards that we should hold leaders to. Um, That's what this whole episode is about. So. I did want to start us off with a, so there is a quote by Janetta Sagan, silence in the face of injustice is complicity with the oppressor. And what that means is that when you are not actively anti-discrimination, destigmatizing minority people in the community and destigmatizing accessibility and needs of those in the community, if you're not actively doing that, you are oppressing them. You are helping the oppressor step on them.
2: You are putting your boot on the neck of minorities.
1: Non-consensually. That's not cool.
2: That's not cool. Especially I mean, not cool. whenever we haven't consented to it and especially especially
1: when your boot fucking stinks. Mm-hmm. Get yourself a boot black. Um I believe that there are a subset of leaders who are seeking leadership for glory and power mm-hmm. and not for the good of the community and that creates Incredibly toxic environments. And a lot of them are really charismatic and they can seem very, very good, very community minded. But don't just pay attention to the words that they say. Mm-hmm. Look at what they do.
2: I yes. would like to add that we did actually talk about that last week with Monk and Moxie is that all three of us who have had like some religious trauma, especially in the extreme uh, realm, we all are very wary of um, super charismatic leaders because that's mm-hmm. what we've witnessed before. Is super charismatic leaders,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, which I'm. I love charisma. Mm-hmm. It's totally fine, but just know that if you are really like reveling in that leadership that you have, I'm going to absolutely be a little bit wary of you. Yeah, uh, and I I will be taking precautions in front of you. Like, I just think it's better to have community leaders who are down to earth
1: Mm -hmm.
2: and who, like, genuinely understand um, the struggles of minorities. So I think that we should really start putting more minorities in leadership positions
1: Mm -hmm. because
2: ultimately that's going to be better for the community because a lot of the leather kink and BDSM community identify as minorities. Mm-hmm. And we don't
1: we don't acknowledge that.
2: I'm just gonna right. be honest right now. We do not acknowledge stuff
1: like that, but we do here on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really show in the communities because in a lot of communities, especially in our area, we were just talking about this before we hit record. Uh, a lot of the spaces in our area are just not truly accessible or inclusive or accepting mm-hmm. of minority people, of racial minorities, of gender minorities, people who don't fit into the binary.
2: I was going to say people who go beyond the binary.
1: Yeah. People who go beyond the binary, not really accepted. Um, And it's really sad. It's heartbreaking because like we have, all three of us have entered into several different communities mm-hmm. together or separately and uh, fallen for charisma. And I think that part of our ick with charisma is that we've fallen for it so many times because we are all three neurodivergent and, Yeah, we can't read people for shit anyway. And when you throw charisma into it, I mean, it's hook, line and sinker unless you have that red flag going off from past trauma.
0: Yeah. So I was going to say, I don't have religious trauma, but I do actually have trauma regarding leaders in the community. I mean, Um, it was
1: a cult and we did have a it wasn't a religion. It was a spirituality. But I mean, it it could kind of.
0: Yeah. And I mean, that, yeah, it was that was a lot to deal with because it you were part of this community and helping the community and thinking everything was good and you're doing what's right and holding up the community and then like it's taken away from you
1: and you realize that you've been doing wrong yeah you've been helping the oppressor so
0: that always really sucks too
2: is whenever Mm -hmm. you realize that you've been helping the oppressor Mm -hmm. um i've been through that and uh I've been super, super involved in my community. I've come up with events. I've done stuff like that. You then realize that all of my work is being taken away from me and is being said that it's somebody else's work. And that I'm actually contributing to a greater problem of not having
1: accessibility in
2: the community.
1: And active discrimination in that community. Active discrimination, yeah.
2: But like, not only that, but it's a really big red flag whenever you're coming up to your community leader and you're saying, I would really love to make this space more accessible to minorities. And I think that we maybe need to start looking at... um like accessibility for disabled people and accessibility for people of color and accessibility for trans people. Mm-hmm. And then they come back to you and they're like, ah, that's not really important to us. Oh, that's God. like a really, really big red flag. They don't want to take the time to actually sit there and listen to you whenever you have a problem with them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a huge red flag to me. I've had to go through that sp- more times than I would like to admit nowadays. Um mm-hmm. but it's it's exhausting to find it a community is. that you really really like and then you're just like let's make this community better. Let's bring more people in. Let's make this accessible for everybody so that it can be a welcoming space. And then they come back to you and they're like that's not really that important to us. It's, we don't we don't want to take the time to do that or they mm-hmm. just blatantly ignore you. Right. Yeah
1: absolutely so definitely you as a leader you should make sure that your groups your community is inclusive and accessible to all mm-hmm. if and of course that is very difficult to do but you can work with disabled local kingsters, the people in your community ask what they need that's where you start mm-hmm. um definitely compensate them for their time uh and also work with an accessibility consultant there are so many andrew Gerza is an amazing one um, just to name drop, <laughs> but they help you, they work with you to help create an accessible space for the people in your community. Yeah. Um, some things to think about on that is having a loud zero tolerance policy for any type of isms, any discrimination, any slurs, cultural appropriation, stereotyping, fetishizing, et cetera. Um, and also leaders need to be seeking training on being trauma informed, being accessible, First aid and CPR and safety training is really important too just as an aside. That is um, like dungeon the bare monitor training. Minimum. Exactly. The
2: fucking minimum is to have CPR and first aid training when you're running a dungeon who might have things like blood play going on. Mhm. But some don't. That's the bare minimum. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah, it is, but some don't. The bar is on the fucking floor. It's The bar is on the floor. The bar is on the dirty, sticky, nasty bar floor.
0: Yeah, there's no guarantee that the owner of that dungeon does any of that kind of play. So why are they going to know about it? Right. They should know about it, but there's no guarantee that they do. And it's up to other people in the community to at least inform you of like things that are going on.
2: Mm-hmm. Community is Alexander Hamilton and we are Eliza.
0: Damn. <laughs> uh, another point for
1: leadership. Standards. Transparency and honesty in your processes. When you're dealing with issues within leadership, with presenters, with members, whatever it is, you need to address the issues in the community publicly as much as possible without, you know, personal information, of course, and legal information, of course, is uh, more private. But, you know, be public about it. Be Mm -hmm. transparent to the community and take care of your issues immediately and fully. Don't just leave shit laying on the ground, you know, like allowing any type of issues to go on without acknowledging them, without telling your community, it's
0: icky. Well, and it's also important for members of the community to report those things. Yeah. And be vocal about what they need.
1: Yeah. And, and we actually have a section about member responsibilities too. So that is yeah. a great point. Yes. Leaders should also accept feedback at any time, genuinely listen to your members, your community members, mm-hmm. your, especially like your right hand people. The people, the admin, the people that are helping you lead this community, fucking listen to them. Listen to your members, accept that feedback and genuinely think about it. Don't just, you know, smile and nod.
0: Yeah, because those things do happen.
1: Leaders should also keep themselves accountable to a code of ethics. And that's honestly kind of what this whole episode is about, is the code of ethics that leaders should hold themselves to. But in your code of ethics, you should be an example to the community. We are human as leaders. We're going to make mistakes. But when you make mistakes, own up to them.
0: Yeah, you need to own up and make up for whatever wrongs that you may have done or not done. But it needs to be vocal that you you are human. I mean, thing, things happen, mistakes happen. And if they do happen, it shouldn't just be thrown under the rug or just like, oh, it'll it, it's fine. No, it needs to be acknowledged and taken care of and dealt with.
1: Yeah, and you need to show the community the work that you are doing to... Yeah. Better yourself, and to avoid making those mistakes in the future, uh, you need to work to abandon your prejudices and biases.
2: Hamilton pointed out his bad things that he did, so that's something that the community doesn't do that Alexander Hamilton at least did.
1: Alexander Hamilton let the whole world know that he fucked a lady in his wife's bed, and was very vocal about it.
2: Other community, he, take some notes, please.
1: And he cleared up. Now Eliza was not very happy about that, of course, but. Well, uh, at least he was open. At least he was at least open and honest. He was, and honest. And said, he I was up. yeah, he proved where his fuck-ups were and his mistakes and he admitted to them and he showed where he was working on himself. So I think that's really important. You're absolutely right. You are really, did you watch Hamilton recently? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Leaders should strive to remain unbiased and rational in regards to the community they lead. Um, you really need to not pick favorites and not, I mean, of course you're going to prioritize like your certain admins and stuff above others but members need to be a priority too and even members you don't necessarily like or get along with there are going to be people in your community that you may not be the biggest fan of but they are still in your community and you have a responsibility to them to create a community that's successful to them so yeah um again i think you should continue your education and know the limits of your own abilities if you are asked a question and you don't know the answer fucking admit it don't just pull some shit out of your ass
0: Yeah, admit that you don't know, or you can say, like, I don't know, but I I know this person over here, provide them references, or...
1: That's the perfect, yeah. Yeah,
0: provide them a way to learn about it.
1: If I come
2: into contact with somebody who asks me a question I don't know about. Um, The very first thing that I say is, I don't know the answer to that question, but I will find it for you.
1: Yeah, Yeah. that's perfect. Yeah.
2: Yeah I think that that is a more than adequate thing to say especially whenever you're a community leader and you have so much access to a lot of educators.
1: Mm -hmm. Well and it's really frustrating because I see a lot of leaders I see a lot of educate a lot of educators too or people that claim to be educators um, influencers etc spreading misinformation because they have they have misinformation they have miseducation about a subject and instead of making sure they understand a subject. They just spout off what they heard at one time at a party as fact. And that is not how this works. No. <laughs> Do your fucking research. Um, also, this community, if you are in leadership in this community, you are highly unlikely to make a goddamn dime. Oftentimes, you are paying in astronomical amounts per year to have the privilege to teach at different conferences and spread your information and educate people and be a leader in the community you are paying in so don't get into this for money do not
2: no oh it's the last thing you should do actually if you're looking for money don't start teaching yeah
1: Yeah. do not lead (laughs) in do not even like open a venue that shit does not make money unless you are doing it extremely extremely inappropriately
2: Yeah. Um, and the goal of these things is to not make money. Um, mm-hmm. It's nice to be compensated for your time. But ultimately, as an educator and as a community leader myself, it's like, I don't do this because I want to be compensated. I do this because if I don't do it, who else is going to? Mm -hmm. one thing and for another thing i'm very passionate about it so
1: yes if
2: not who other than me who's already really passionate about it
1: yeah uh both alan and i this is our special interest kink and leadership and community (laughs) is our special interest and it's it's definitely something that we're incredibly passionate about and i feel like that is it's an advantage if not maybe necessary to leadership to have that passion, to have that drive, to learn, to educate, to make the community a better place. Um, And if I ever make money, I I haven't made, uh, I have made some money off of events we ran in the past, but every dime of that went straight back into the kink community, Mm -hmm. straight back into it. So yeah, um, another point, I believe that leaders should be respectful and encouraging of everyone's autonomy and boundaries. Mm -hmm. You as a leader should not be taking advantage of or manipulating someone into servicing the community. And that means if someone says no or hesitates or kind of flounders like, oh, well, I have this and this and this going on. That is a no. They are not capable, they are not able. You are going to be hurting them and hurting the community, the product they create is not going to be quality, as quality as it could be, because they are overworked. You need to make sure to take care of your people.
0: Yeah. I mean anyone who you shouldn't like force your members to help the community. They should be doing that willingly if they have the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't just expect that of everyone in the community to put all this effort into something that they literally don't have time for. Yeah. They barely have enough time to actually visit the dungeon, let alone help with the community. Mm-hmm. So it's not good to do that.
1: <laughs> um,
2: I would also like to point out that if people are passionate enough about you as a leader, and they're passionate enough about your space, you will always have people who are volunteering
1: Mm -hmm. to help you. Yeah,
2: Um, That's that's just another part of, like, you need to uphold a... How do I say? You need to be willing to accept help from anybody, um, and you need to make your space accessible so that you will have people who are passionate about helping you. I can't tell you enough that I'm passionate about... Helping people who make this, like, make the community a more accessible place for everybody. Because if you're doing that, I know you're doing the work and you're worth my time.
1: Absolutely. And if you are a leader who has proved their mettle, their worth, you will have people that are willing to help and get to know those people. People are unique and skilled in various things. Mm -hmm. Learn who is best at what. Learn who can most easily churn out an amazing class description or you know, event on Life. And if they can do it easily and quality, choose that person rather than the person who's going to sweat and stress and get sick over making sure that every little thing is perfect because they're stressed about it. If someone can create a quality product easily, choose that person.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I also want to mention that you should not be expecting or telling your admin, your secondhand leaders to play with people just because they're leaders to be available to play with whoever wants to play with them.
2: Say that one more time for the people in the back.
1: You should not expect anyone in your community to be available for play with whoever wants to play with them. Yeah. They have a right to consent, and that means that they want to play. They want to engage. They should not be required or obligated by their responsibility to this community.
2: And if yeah. you're not offering that option to them... And you're just, like, volunteering them willy-nilly, kind of playing matchmaker. Because, first of all, I hate that. Mm -hmm. Do not, do not, for any reason at all, come up to me and say, this person wants a scene with you. A person can come up to me and come and ask me themselves. I don't Mm -hmm. care if they're new, because I don't play with newbies. That's nothing against newbies, that's just a boundary that I have personally set because my safety has been in danger with newbies before. And yeah. I don't have that safety to risk. And and ultimately, you're taking away the autonomy of your admins if you do that. You're taking away their bodily autonomy because you are offering them up as if they're on a platter at the snack table for everybody to take. That is mm-hmm. not true. People have boundaries.
1: Yes, and they should be encouraged to have boundaries. Um, I also want to mention that there is a culture among presenters and educators and people who travel and, you know, are more leaders in the community at large, educators and presenters in the community at large, that there's this culture that when they go somewhere to present, part of the compensation to them is like a sub or a sex partner or something like that, a play partner. And while well, people in your community can be excited to meet this person and excited to maybe play with them, that is great. I think even if it's consensual, offering someone up as a play partner as compensation for something is really, really icky. And it borderlines on, you know, being illegal because we, we try to keep as much as we can on the business side above board in the kink community. And that's, that's not great. <laughs> that's icky.
0: I mean, yeah, unless the person is voluntarily willing and wanting to do that, I that's not okay.
1: And even then, it should not be considered compensation.
0: No, no, no. That that would be considered, like, you should consider that equal play. And that's someone voluntarily giving themselves to play with this person rather than being forced to do that mm-hmm. by your leader or whatever. Mods and admins should not be fetish dispensers. They aren't.
1: Absolutely, thank you. Yeah, 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 that is a great end to that point. Wonderful. Fetish
0: dispensers or kink dispensers, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, you're not a machine that can just do whatever the whatever people want you to do.
1: Yeah. So leaders should not be or be involved with make defenses for, create spaces for, etc. Consent violators. Consent violators should be treated as a ticking time bomb, basically. You need to make sure that you are providing safety to your community.
2: really didn't think that we'd have to make that point. But considering all of the spaces that I know of that still have consent violators who go and Mm -hmm. actively don't care. Or or run it. Yeah. Um, And just like actively don't care. Yeah. Astronomical. Honestly, It's, it's ridiculous that we have to say that. We want to feel safe in a space and not have to run into the person who violated my consent a few years ago or, Mm -hmm. trigger warning, a rapist or somebody who sexually assaults people. Like, I really don't think that we have to say these things, but the evidence says otherwise. Right. Meaning that I do have to say that.
1: (laughs) Right. I will admit that there are... Accidental consent violations that happen, but for the most part, those larger consent violations that are clear violations, if someone does that and you still provide them a space in the community, you're not providing them a community to grow in. You're providing them victims, you're providing them prey, and you are as complacent with the violence that happens, the violations that happen, as anyone else's in the situation. So,
0: yes,
2: yeah, 100%. And you, if you are allowing consent violators to come into your space, you are just as bad as they are.
1: Exactly. You are.
2: And there's no need to hide it. If you're going to be a shitty person, just be a shitty person. Do Mm -hmm. it with your whole fucking chest. Yep. That's what I always say is like, don't try and make an excuse for you to be like a better person. You can just say it with your whole fucking chest that you don't care. Mm Because you don't. Your actions say that you don't.
1: Say the quiet part out loud. Go ahead. Come on. Do it. You Have know. Say the
2: quiet part out loud. And like, also, there are accidental consent violations that happen. We can all recognize that. Sometimes things don't get communicated in a way that everybody understands. And so things happen. But you know what you do after that? You buckle down. and You say, I am sorry. I am sorry yeah, I... that I violated your consent and I will not do it again.
1: And you work to correct those behaviors and habits in you yep. and yeah. I, I wouldn't even consider that a consent violator to me a consent violator is someone who seeks to do those things mm-hmm. uh, someone who is a predator consent violations can happen um, especially with miscommunication but a consent violator is someone mm-hmm. who is seeking that out in my opinion yeah. and when someone comes to you as a leader with concerns about someone's behavior or an experience they had Fucking listen to them. Empathize with them. Don't just sweep it under the rug or say, "Oh yeah, well I've been abused, so it's not a big deal." That's like the price you pay for being in the community. No, that no. is not okay.
2: that is so. Oh, I've toxic. heard that. I it have is heard so that. Toxic.
1: I agree. I completely agree. Um, especially, I have heard that around surrounding events where it's like gendered pricing, where single men pay like 150 oh, bucks and women get in free because. When you do that, you are providing a charcuterie of women, in this case, because it's so gendered, for the predators who are willing to pay 150 bucks to have that meat in front of them. That's what it is.
2: I hate gendered pricing structures, by the way. Just want to say that yes. out loud.
1: And people will say that's the price you pay for getting in free.
2: Will not attend a party that has gendered pricing structures. I just want not Me them. either.
1: Me either. I have in the past, I'll admit.
2: Yeah, no, same. I have too. Um, but like, it's okay if it's like couples that makes sense. Like, if two people are coming together, it's easier if they have like a little bit of a discounted price. Right. That's mm-hmm. perfectly fine. But if you're doing like males fifty dollars to get in, females
1: two. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind yeah, of that's... fucking
2: weird. Don't do that. Yeah. Well, it and then really makes you sound like
1: a predator. <laughs> Right. And then there's non-binary people who are sitting here like, the fuck? Where-? Oh, I guess I can't where come to work? this. <laughs> right. Or I have to misgender myself and say, oh, I'm paying two bucks. Bucks. You know? And so it's just there's a whole bunch of toxicity involved in that. And we have mentioned it a million times before. So we, we can move on now, I feel like. But that's just icky. Fucking don't. Um, also, give credit where credit is due. Show appreciation to those in your community who are giving their time, skills, and spoons to you, to the community, to the group, show appreciation and give them credit. Even if that is just, you know, even if you're a small community that doesn't have much money, even if that is just thanking them, like when you're going over the rules at the beginning of the night and everyone's grouped all together, thanking them or posting on FetLife. Hey, so-and-so has really been a great help to the community and I really appreciate them. That's all it fucking takes. Yep. It's all so it takes to thank.
2: Bars on- On the floor again i would just like to say that like we're not asking for like a trophy or a t-shirt saying that like we're the best community member or anything like that we're literally just asking you to say thank you so all you gotta do is acknowledge the fact that we've done hard work and you need to say thank you for that
1: and if you're looking at that as something that you have to spend your energy on they're going to if they feel appreciated they're going to give you back that energy i mean tenfold at least like that helps them feel like they are appreciated in the community and they should be it shouldn't just be manipulating them to feel that way you should appreciate them
0: yeah and it just it doesn't go just to people like who choose to like volunteer at events or whatever it's also the people who bring an extra case of water mm-hmm. or they bring the food or the snacks or whatever. They bring snacks of their own will. Mm-hmm. They're not forced to do that. They do that out of their own choosing because they want to support the community and make sure there's things there for people to have.
1: Yeah, or they bring in a bulk thing of like three foot long saran wrap and mm-hmm. leave it at the dungeon because that's easier and they let anyone use it because they share.
0: Yeah, like, some people donate stuff too.
1: You don't have to do that, but that is a part of being in a community, I feel like. That mm-hmm. is what it should be. When you have extra, you share. Um, I would also say leaders should encourage self-exploration and research. Mm -hmm. If you have a leader who is wanting to be your only point of contact, having you specifically only read certain books or articles or only learn from them, that is horribly, horribly toxic. You should always check your resources. Look around. Fucking Google, dude. It's so easy. There's so much misinformation out there, but just Google. and Try to find vetted resources and learn.
0: Yeah, I would say that anyone who is a community leader and owns a dungeon or anything like that should have their own list mm-hmm. where they they can go to. And if there's something they don't know or someone's seeking some kind of information, you can either tell them or be like, hey, I've got these references as well. Not only am I saying this, but all these other people are saying this. Or you mm-hmm. can do your own research and learn these things. And that so, should be encouraged. And it should be encouraged, yeah. And actually, I think it's a good idea to have like a big source like that for anybody who needs it.
1: Mm -hmm. I think another uh, great standard is providing adequate and accessible educational opportunities. Make sure you vet your presenters. You make sure you have some accessible. I know that this community takes money to run. I understand that so much. Cons take a shit ton of money to run. But make sure you have some educational opportunities that are like by donation. So that those that don't have the funds can still access education. That should not be a barrier. Poverty should not be a barrier to learning.
2: I was going to say, and dear God, please offer online education. Something easy that you can do that is accessible to the disabled community. That Mm -hmm. is accessible to people who can't pay to come to your That -hmm. is accessible to people who maybe don't feel safe in the community yet. It's just overall accessible and it's not really
1: that hard to do. Right. And it doesn't take much money. Like if you get a presenter in the community who wants to educate for free or by donation and you throw them on a Zoom call at a certain time and you market that, that's all you got to do. It's that Mm -hmm. simple. Trust me, we're doing it. Like it it is it is some work to teach a class, but if you have someone willing to teach a class, Mm -hmm. it's a lot of work to teach a class. But if you have someone willing to teach a class and you're a leader, you can bing, bang, boom, get that set up and have accessible and free education for people.
0: Yeah. And a lot of people who actually are, they put through the effort to make that class and they want to teach it. Yeah. I mean, so like they're not going to just make a class to just make a class.
1: Or even just teach once. Like It is right. great to be able to, you've put in all those hours making mm-hmm. that class and tweaking it and getting feedback from people to make it better. You want to teach it again. Yeah. You want to teach it to more audiences.
0: You want to share your information.
1: Mm-hmm. And you know what? If you
2: get the presenter to consent, record that class. Mm-hmm. Then you can offer that to newbies who have questions about that specific topic. Yeah, yeah you could put that on you your resources. You could get list. them on a flash drive and just be like, here you go. There's the there's mm-hmm. resources you asked for. And as a community leader, you can curate that to the newbie in question who's asking about those specific things.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: You could even have a Google Drive that you just share the link to. Yeah. You know, it's that could just be a
0: document with like the resources and like the website or the book or or even the
1: recordings in the Google Drive. Like you can put videos. You can put links to them and yeah. So it's so simple. Just you just gotta do a little bit of effort and learn the easiest ways to do things, but it's so simple really. Just do the effort. Do the work.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you don't do the work, the community won't grow and support itself. So it will eventually just fizzle out and not really be much of a community to begin with.
1: Well, and you're creating like little pustules of diseased, infected community because they're misinformed or they are taught ethics in a really weird way. Or, you know, there's so Mm -hmm. many things that can go wrong that are easy to avoid by providing
0: education. Yeah. Doing that, making sure people are supporting the community and doing that kind of prevents like clickiness from happening. Oh yeah. So there's not like, like a everyone's supporting each other rather than they're being like, Oh, there's this group. And then there's this group. Yeah. You're going to have people you
1: get along with a little better because you have things in common. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when you walk into a space a real community, you should be able to talk to anyone and have a good conversation. We've already said compensate your presenters and educators. You know, yeah. give them uh, some a kind of compensation job. for their time, whether that be money for gas or a hotel room um, if they've traveled or even just like we've talked about making little patches for educators and presenters, like something cute and simple. Um, Take them like out to dinner. Souvenir.
2: Yeah. Take them uh, out to dinner coffee. before they teach their class.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
2: If they're in person. If not, send them a gift card.
1: Yeah. Send them five bucks for a fucking coffee. Like, yeah. seriously, it's that simple. Uh, Share their links to your community so that they can be the ones to maybe send them a few dollars for a cup of coffee or for a dinner or something. Um, Also make sure that you're vetting your presenters and educators. Not all people who want to educate and who want to spread information are correct, are adequate educators. I don't know how to say it. Some of them just straight up want to, they're predators. And if they present themselves as educators, as leaders, they get more access to prey. So you got to be careful. Uh, so vet your presenters and educators. Um, I also want to mention that as a leader, your secondary leadership, your admin, your mods, if they're working a large portion of the night at the event, teaching class, presenting, volunteering, they should not have to pay to attend. That is my own personal opinion there, but they should not have to pay to get into work. Yeah. And you might think that's a, that's a silly thing, but we have literally had to do that before. Pay. 30 bucks to get in each to have a shitty dinner and work all night. Yep. And lastly for leaders, I just want to say ensure confidentiality to all members. You might want to spill the tea to your admin or mods and you know, that even helps them stay uh, up to date on what's happening in the community, but you need to make sure that you keep like personal information quiet. If someone came to you and asked you questions or brought you concerns, don't share if they asked you to keep it quiet definitely don't share beyond like the people that need to know in order to help you run the community. Mm -hmm. Don't just be spilling the tea to whoever. Um, It needs to be on a need to know basis. If someone came to me um, as a leader and complained to me about the way Joe was playing, even if the complaint or the concern was, while valid, completely misinformed or completely incorrect, you know, there was no concern needed, even if that's the case, I'm not gonna go to Joe and be like, "Oh my God, Alan came to me and was talking to me about your play and was so concerned." You're not gonna do that. That's just no. that's just not okay. And I have seen that first fucking hand. Sorry, Alan, I did name drop you there.
2: Stop talking shit. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. What am I gonna get hit? You gonna hit me? Okay, I'm I'll stop. Consent to it.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. So lastly, I just want to kind of talk about what are the responses of members to make sure that this community and our leaders are being held accountable and that's just it hold them accountable watch them speak up when something is wrong or maybe if something even doesn't feel right
0: if you see something say something yeah
1: and put in the time and money when you can I know that I am probably the person lowest on spoons that I've ever met okay maybe not lowest but I have very little spoons in a day and I have very little money because of it but I put in time and money when I can and effort into the community because I love it and I want to be a part of it and I want to make it work. The only way this community can continue and thrive is if the community funds it and makes it work. Yeah.
0: And if you do speak up to your leader or the group runner or whoever is in charge of the event you're attending and the leader doesn't do anything or just brushes it off and Mm -hmm. you need to get other members and tell them or you need to leave that community because if the leader doesn't do anything about that. He doesn't have your best interest or anyone else's best interest at heart. True. So,
1: and that's why it's so important to be transparent as a leader too. Mm-hmm. Um, if
2: you're not being heard, make yourself heard. Yes. Mm-hmm. You are not yes. being heard. Make yourself heard. Do not be afraid to call out community leaders because honestly, the amount of people that call them out is a red flag to me. Mm -hmm. If I see a bunch of people who are calling out one specific community leader and they're just not doing anything, then that's a huge red flag. Definitely. It's a giant neon red flag. Agreed. With bright lights flashing.
1: Yes, I agree. And if you bring something to a leader in the community, they don't do anything. If there's someone higher up, like there's not always going to be someone that those people are um, held accountable to. We don't have, like we said, the Council of Elders necessarily. But we do have, like, conferences and districts. Mm -hmm. There are some dungeons that are underneath certain groups, organizations, uh, conferences, etc. If there's someone higher up you can go to, go to them. But if there's Mm -hmm. not, say it out loud.
0: Yeah, tell your community members, let them know. And if sometimes you can get more support that way, and then you can, like, fix the problem. But I will say
1: you'll also probably get a lot of hate. They'll be mm -hmm. willing to address that friction or at least you know, handle it yourself. But yeah, it's really important that the community is aware of what's going on with leaders. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's all we've got. Do you have anything else you want to mention? Okay. Daddy-o, would you mind leading us out with a daddy joke?
0: Yeah, I will. So I was in a job interview the other day. Yeah. The man asked me to show him an example of my leadership skills. So I was like, okay,
2: I'm hired.